hard cuz hey you guys i hope y'all can hear me because i switched microphones so let me go to the chat make sure y'all can see and hear me can y'all see and hear me i seen y'all arguing about what i was gonna wear she's gonna wear black no she's gonna wear purple i'm wearing burgundy today hey <laughs> okay y'all can see me y'all can hear me i know that's right we're gonna get into some shit today Okay, good, good. Because I, I noticed when I would like watch my playback, um, the audio be going in and out. So I'm going to try and use a different microphone. So hopefully this one, there will be no drama. So we're good. Okay, good. Well, thank y'all for coming. I know it's a Saturday and I rarely if ever go live on Saturdays because Saturdays are usually my weekends with the boys, AAU and everything else. But AAU is over. Um, he's on a little bit of a hiatus from basketball. So you know what? Today I got time because I'm going to go live today. Plus, I didn't want to go live yesterday on Friday just because like, I was like really, I'm not even going to say mad, but you know what I mean? I wasn't trying to be like the angry black chick. Because I'm going to just really speak facts on what I'm seeing that's going on. So for y'all who don't know, come on in, come on in. Oh, look at all these members, new members. See, this is why they really mad, honey. Every time I go live, it's super chats, new members. Member, member, member. You know what I'm saying? In the words of Armand, member, member. That's why these hoes is mad. You know what I'm saying? That's why they in their feelings because they really don't have a fan base. They just have nosy people who hate watch them. There's a big difference between having people who hate watch you and people who actually genuinely fuck with you. And this is why these hoes are mad. That's why I call them handsome hoes. That goes for the females, the men, whoever. Like I'm over it, you know what I'm saying? Because I really be sitting here just doing me. I really just fuck with my fans, that's it. I don't mix and mingle with a whole lot of people. I only really rock with maybe four YouTubers that have my personal number that, you know, that we talk to. You know, we talk to each other every now and then. That's really about it. Other than that, I don't fuck with people out here like that. You know what I'm saying? Because they can't be trusted. They're all funny and low-key jealous and haters and shit like that. But I really rock with my fans. You know what I'm saying? It's really my fans who have really made my platform what it is. When we come here, we go live. We have fun. Don't nobody else is in the black sector. I don't know what the white folks are doing. Don't nobody else's live streams be popping like my live streams be popping. They be thousands of people in here. The comment section be flying, okay? And it be fun energy. It don't be a bunch of haters in here, a bunch of bitter bitches who, you know what I'm saying, who are mad at the world and angry and, you know, everything is, you know, they're a victim. They're always a victim. We don't have a bunch of that. We have people who have common sense, you know what I'm saying? We have people, you know, who just, who can speak with integrity and, you know what I mean, who see the bullshit for what it is. And so I, I'm really, I think for me, I was thinking like, initially like, okay, well, it's just YouTube. It's not a big deal. I'm just here doing me, but I'm really noticing like, just my presence on this platform really be bothering people which is just insane to me. You know what I'm saying? That's why I posted my video earlier today. Like, I don't care what nobody on here says, how nobody feels. I'm still going to be walking in my purpose 
period. I'm sorry that my presence irritates your demons, but that's a personal problem, okay? That goes for everybody. That's a personal problem. If you don't like me, that's your issue. The only person you control is you. That means you don't watch my shit. Unsubscribe, block me. Do what you have to do so I don't come up in your feed because I'm still going to do me on this channel. Been here, been an OG in the streets, been doing this since before a whole bunch of people started channels, okay? So I'm not going to let nobody run me off. So it's not no white man who done got into the, the culture because of a lawsuit. And like I said in my Cardi B video, you know what I mean? Because I had to hold her accountable. I had bitches mad about that. Like, I keep telling y'all, I'm not here to kiss nobody's ass. You know what I'm saying? I have integrity. And if you wrong, you wrong. I don't care if I fuck with you. Like I tell my friends, if you can't check me and tell me when I'm wrong because my ego's that big, then we shouldn't even be friends. If I can't pull somebody and say you wrong, then we can't be friends. So, you know, Barty gang, y'all can be mad. I don't care. I'm going to speak my truth. Like I said, if y'all don't like it, everybody can push off. So... My issue is this, right? So let me kind of bring y'all back to this whole Vlad TV situation. Usually I don't ever post anything from Vlad anyways. I don't fuck with Vlad. Um, I don't watch him unless he's viral for some shit, but it's never him viral. It's the black people that he's using on his platform that go viral. It's, not, it's never nothing viral because of Vlad, because Vlad has no personality. He's boring, that's why he sits behind the camera, and that's why he uses other people to be his talking points. You know what I'm saying? If he didn't have Boosie, if he wasn't paying, let's keep it real, because Boosie's getting a check from Vlad. If he wasn't paying Boosie to come on his platform at least you know, once or twice a month, he wouldn't even be in the algorithm, okay? So a lot of these folks, they can't command an audience. That's why they're mad. They have to depend on interviews. I can sit up here and pop my shit by myself. I don't need no sidekick. This ain't the breakfast club. I don't need no bitches around me and oh, we're cocktails with the queens. I don't need none of that shit. I'm gonna speak in my own. I'm gonna speak on my own. I'm gonna speak my truth. I'm gonna hold myself down. I don't, I've never been one to do clicks. I'm me by me. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, a lot of people, they don't have the personality. So they have to, you know, do interviews. They have to have, a, a you know, a partner in crime and all this goofy shit. Now, I came in this world by myself. I'm going to leave this world by myself. I ain't never needed nobody to really have my back. I've always took my hits, people dragging me, talking shit about me. I took the shit on the chin and just kept it. You know what I'm saying? I just keep it pushing. I don't need people to, like, form a group like Voltron. I'm going to handle my shit. But I appreciate y'all. I appreciate my tea sippers because they went hard for me. You know what I'm saying? Instagram, people were sending me screenshots. They was in his comments. Shout out to uh, Kareen, uh, uh, Lord. Uh, I, I always mess up your last name, but Kareen from Haiti. She makes YouTube videos. She's so sweet. She was one of the first YouTubers on Vlad's Instagram page. Like, this is fine. Why did you get T's page removed? So, you know, it's nice to see, like, so many tea sippers literally have my back. So what went down is this. Usually I never post Vlad at all, but I'm very cool with Gloria Velez. Gloria Velez is a um, video vixen from the 90s, and I've always been a big fan of Gloria. I've been following her since the MySpace days. She was in the Big Pimpin' video, and I didn't even know she followed me. Um, I was like doing some research on something, and I went to her Instagram page, and I seen that she was following me. I was like, oh, well, I didn't know she knew who I was. So, you know, I started following her back. So I've always liked her. You know, she's very conscious. She just be doing her. And so she recently, I guess she's working for Vlad now. I know she had done some interviews on Vlad TV prior. 
but she recently did an interview with Cisco. And so we posted it and I really only posted it to show her love. It wasn't because of Vlad. It wasn't because ain't nobody checking for fucking Cisco. Half the people in the comment section, because most people on Instagram are young. If y'all were on my Instagram page before it got deleted, the top comments were, I thought this was Russell Simmons. Oh shit, Russell Simmons back in town from Bali. Half these kids don't even know who damn Cisco is, okay? So anyhow, um, I posted and in the comment section, I added Gloria and I was like, at Gloria, I was like, I see you girl. I see you getting into podcasting, keep doing your thing. And she came back and commented on my page like, thank you so much, sis. So put a teacup if y'all seen me and Gloria talking on that post, right? So the person who is hosting the video, who is the interviewer, is on my post giving me props. But I guess Vlad TV felt the way because when you go on his fucking page, and shout out to Marquis for sending me this because I've never even been on Vlad's Instagram page, child. They said his Instagram page is as dry as the damn desert. Don't nobody be on there. This motherfucker don't get not no engagement. Let me show y'all what Vlad's page looked like. See, while the person who was interviewing was on my page, you know what I'm saying, giving me props and thanking me for the shout out, his page was dropped. So this is why Vlad is really mad and in his feelings. You see this? This is, uh, Marquis sent me this. This is from his page. It has 46 likes and three comments and had been up for three days. On my page, it had hundreds of likes, hundreds of comments, including Gloria Velez commenting on the post. So, you know, I didn't know any of this. So my blogger goes to go blog because she's the one who makes all the posts and she couldn't log in. And she's like, something's going on with your IG. And I'm like, huh? So then I go and they send me a thing. Let me share this screen with y'all. Saying that, and the person, Vlad, or his peoples, they flagged the post several times because we had like several copyright posts from him. So let me share my screen. I had posted this yesterday. So I said, my IG page is suspended because we posted a clip of my girl, Gloria Velez interviewing Cisco. Everyone posted the same viral clip. These mainstream folks really be hating on my small, insignificant platform. Um, for no reason, shaking my head. It was either him or his weird ass team who flagged my video three times for copyright. I don't get a dime from IG, so F them. I'll be posting my news stories here and on Discord going further. I will not be silenced by Vlad TV or Nam person on the internet, especially when they're doing the same thing as me. Damn shame. All these grown men are fighting to be the queen of gossip and celebrity tea. Okay. So this was the post here. Um, why you were reported, rights owner Vlad TV, email Vlad TV, uh, copyrighted work or created video. And so now I am suspended. Um, we did appeal it. You know, maybe the appeal may go through, it may not. Personally, it is what it is. Like, I, I don't get a dime from Instagram. I'm really on there just to, you know, chop it up with y'all and, you know, and just comment on the post that Madi is posting. So that's really all I use it for. But yeah, he ran and flagged it. But mind you, if you go into the shade room, they posted it. They weren't flagged. Hollywood Unlocked, they posted it. They weren't flagged. So again, this is a case of these big media conglomerates hating on people who are independent. Because unlike the shade room, I don't have a staff of people that I have to pay. I don't have rogue people who quit and then, you know, turn around and create, you know, uh, uh, 
a blog, your competition. I don't have that. Um, Hollywood Unlocked, they have a whole staff of people. Vlad TV has to pay a whole staff of people, you know, and, and most of these staffers, they literally watch us, you know, insignificant little YouTubers. They watch our videos, they take notes, and then they regurgitate it back to people like Vlad. Case in point, Orlando Brown. Let's go back to the Orlando Brown situation years ago. Nobody on the internet was talking about Orlando Brown and his antics until I made my video, okay? The video that I made went viral, and I made that video out of concern because I was a fan of Orlando Brown. I've watched Orlando Brown since he was a kid in Major Pain when he used to be on, what was the show back in the day? Um, the New York show with the two cops. He was a little kid on there that played mouse. Then he was on the Raven Simone show. So I was genuinely concerned. So I was, you know, I put all the clips together, broke down everything that was going on with him. Then looky, looky, not even a week later, Vlad has one of his staff people interviewing Orlando Brown. But if you watch that original first Orlando Brown interview, all of the questions that they asked Orlando Brown literally came from my video verbatim. And the tea sippers noticed it and we were calling him out. This man is a, yeah, New York Undercover, that's the show. Thank you. Appreciate you. New York Undercover, that's the show. He played a kid on there called Mouse. He was like a troubled kid. But um, he took all of my video Everything, all the stuff I was pointing out, the questions, you know, the concerns, and they regurgitated it to Orlando Brown. And so, again, proving to me that these fools watch, but they want to act like I don't exist. Vlad has been taken from a lot of people on YouTube. And it's very funny that because other black content creators were telling me that if they use his clips, he flags people to take down their channels for using his clips which is very interesting because a lot of his stuff is not original. You're taking stuff off the internet. You're asking these people questions based off of what the internet wants to know and see. Who cares if somebody used your clip? It is called, you know what I'm saying? It, there's um, copyright infringement. It's not copyright infringement as long as it's transformative. So you going after smaller creators and black creators just because you think you can, you're only doing it because you have an in with folks at YouTube. Don't get it twisted. He's very much close with the people who run YouTube. That is why he gets away with a lot of the shit that he gets away with, okay? Um, I just, I don't respect it. I don't respect it. The fact that instead of, I'm, you can literally see your host commenting on my Instagram page and because you felt the way, you ran to go hit my page with copyright, but you didn't hit the shade room. You didn't hit Hollywood Unlocked. You came for me. And that's because I don't have, you know, a big force behind me. It's just me, myself, and fucking I. But you're trash, Vlad. And you will, you know what I mean? You might be bigger than me. You may have more numbers than me. You might be on all the hip-hop blogs. You might be the face of Black hip-hop media. And that's Black folks' fault for, you know what I'm saying, sitting on your, you know, your fed couch and spilling their guts. That's the only reason why you're where you're at. Just like the money that you got from Rick Ross, that's how you started your business. Because again, another black man who loved, who, who lacked self-control jumped him. He sued Rick Ross for four million, and that is how we got Vlad TV. And now he's the face of um, you know, what I'm saying of black media. But what's very interesting is when his homeboy, you know, the other white man who's the face of black media, Adam 22, he's been in all types of scandals. Him and his bitch are out here on on, on Twitter, you know. Fucking sucking and, and everything else. Vlad hasn't said anything about that. Vlad hasn't interviewed him. Let that have been a black rapper who was out here doing some ratchet shit. 
He'd be trying to get him on the phone and interview the baby mama, the cousin up the street and everything else. Every time a black rapper dies or gets shot, here comes Vlad with a, with a, with a throwback clip. Cause you know, I got to milk this black death real quick. Here goes a throwback clip of when I uh, interviewed Pop Smoke. Here goes a throwback clip of this dead rapper. Cause you know, you got to milk the ad revenue. You know what I'm saying? You got to have people come, you know, to your page to come watch because everybody's now searching. You got to get yourself back in the algorithm because you're trash. That is why you take a, a hour long interview. You break it up into 10 minutes. Cause you got to milk that revenue because if it wasn't for for the interviewer, the person who's being interviewed, nobody would check for you. Nobody cares. You're boring. You have no personality. That is why you have to stretch your content out. You know what I'm saying? But um, I just, yeah, the, the whole, yeah, the whole uh, throwbacks. Soon as somebody dies, here goes the throwback of me interviewing them. Check it out. But it's funny though, his homeboy, he's not exploiting, you know, Adam 22. He's not talking shit about Adam 22 and his bozo moves out here. You know what I mean? So it's like, they look out for each other. You know what I mean? They, they, you know, it's, it's the good old boys club. And, and that's how they all get down. DJ academics too. One day he was live and my homeboy texted me was like, I'm watching DJ academics and he's literally trying to act like he don't know who you are. He's like, you know, that other T girl, that other T blogger and people were in his comments literally writing lovely T. He refused to say my name. It's weird. It's weird. You know what I'm saying? Cause I've never disrespected these people. I make my content and I keep it moving. Even when I have an opinion, I still try and keep it respectful because I understand where we all share this platform, but it's really weird how they try to act like, I don't fucking exist, but they sit and watch the content that I put out. It's very interesting because you'll hear a lot of them regurgitating exactly what I've said. This is why I've said time and time again, I don't watch other commentary channels because I don't want to sound like nobody else. When y'all come here, I want y'all to know that it's from my thoughts. My heart is coming right off the fucking top. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sound like none of these bitches out here, period, male or female. So, but you, but you literally will go on and listen to the breakfast club and you'll hear DJ MV say shit that I've said verbatim, verbatim, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a mess. It's, it's messed up. But like I said, I'm going to keep on trugging along because I'm really seeing a lot of this stuff for what it is. Um, times are hard and I have a built in fan base, people who genuinely rock with me. And y'all know I don't take that lightly. You know what I'm saying? Because again, like I always tell y'all, don't nobody have to support nobody. I don't take that lightly at all. How many of these same people who have even bigger fan bases than me, supposedly, how many of them have done things to give back to their fans? How many of them put on reasonably priced shows where y'all have a good time, where y'all get to meet and network and mix and mingle? Where's Vlad's live shows giving back to the black audiences who have watched him for years, who have lined his pockets, who have made him money. Has he rented out a club and literally kicked it with his fans? No, because he doesn't come out the house because he's scared. He don't go anywhere. Half of these people don't be out the house. They just talk a lot of shit on the internet. Unlike them, I'm actually outside. I'm actually in LA. I'm actually in Atlanta. I'm actually out here in the Twin Cities. I'm outside. And I I don't have a whole bunch of fucking security with me. It is what it is. Because like I said, usually when people see you, they never keep that same energy. They just talk shit on the internet. But when they see you, it's a whole nother ball game. Because I don't even have the type of energy where you even think you can play with me like that or talk to me crazy. 
because I'm going to always be super nice, super humble, super respectful, but I'm not going to let nobody play in my face. And nobody has ever played in my face. They just talk shit on the internet. And that's fine. That's the internet. That's what you're supposed to do. Because once I turn out this camera and this, and this computer, I'm back in the real world. I'm enjoying my new home. I'm enjoying my children. I'm enjoying my nieces, my nephew, my family. This internet shit is just the internet. This is just a fraction of my life. And the problem is a lot of these people, they have no lives. This is all they have. They don't really have family. They don't really have friends. Anybody who came to my event, y'all seen my friends. Y'all seen Sharnetta. Y'all seen my cousin Tola. Y'all seen the people who really have been supporting me. I don't take that word friend lightly. So my friends are friends I've been fucking with 10, 15, 20 years who've known me before any of this. And they're just as cool and humble and everything else. So it's like, you know, y'all done met my family. Y'all done met my mom. Y'all done met my brothers. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, have y'all ever met Vlad's family? Have y'all ever, like, you know what I'm saying? Has Vlad's family, you know, ever even shown up? Do y'all even know any of these so-called influencers and YouTubers outside of their drama? Because my fans actually know me outside of YouTube and all this space. I do Zoom meetings once a week. We do get it off your chest meetings. Well, I've gotten to not, you know, where you guys just don't get to know me, I've gotten to know y'all as well. How many influencers do stuff like that with their so-called fans and subscribers? They don't because it's simply all about them. It's simply all about ego. I've never been that way. I want to know the people who support me. I want to know the folks who are sending these super chats and things like that that I never asked for. And I've gotten to do that. And I think this is why a lot of these folks really feel away. They really don't have a fan base. They know they can't put on an event because nobody's going to fucking show. They have a bunch of hate watchers. That's the difference. People are not in their comment section showing them respect and love. When DJ Academics is live, all you see is trolling in his comment section. People calling him fat, telling him that he, you know, DJ Academics ate a cheeseburger. They're just trolling. Those are not real fans. They're hate watching. So you might have taken down my page, white man. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? I've appealed it. We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? If it comes back, it comes back. If it don't, it don't matter. That that Instagram is not my bread and butter. But I just find it very funny that as soon as I get finally verified and legit, uh, legitimately verified, because a lot of people pay for their check marks. Don't get it twisted. A lot of people paid several thousand dollars for them blue check marks. That's why a lot of them handsome hoes was mad when they made it where everybody could pay to be verified because they know behind the scenes they spend thousands of dollars and they feel away because now joe blow can pay eight bucks a month and be verified i'm not paying eight bucks a month for shit either you're gonna give me what i deserve or keep it pushing so i just i find it very very funny like just like all like the just the saltiness you know what I'm saying? Grown men feeling away. You got more dudes on here who sit around and gossip and spill tea than females. There's not even any like, like most, like the biggest uh, channels that do celebrity news are men. Like Drake said, men talk more than bitches these days. All these dudes, I guess they want to be the queen of fucking YouTube spilling tea. Well, y'all hoes can have it. 
I want to be the queen of fucking integrity, intelligence. And I, I, for me, I talk about way more than celebrity gossip. That's why people rock with me. Yeah, I can spill some celebrity tea, but guess what? We can also come on here and talk about deep shit too. Talk about conspiracies. Talk about finance. Talk about IT. Talk about technology. Most of these females, they can't do that. If they're not talking about who's fucking who and who's sucking what, they have no content. That's not what you get over here. And I feel like that's why a lot of these hoes is threatened. And when I said I'm talking for the men too, it's sad. It's really sad. Somebody said, Vlad, you listening? Yeah. Y'all make sure y'all let him know. Y'all make sure y'all send him this video. Send this video to Gloria Velez. Don't troll Gloria, though. I love Gloria. But let her know to tell her boss. Gloria, let your boss know he's a bitch. That was some hoe-ass shit. Real talk. Ain't nobody checking for no fucking Cisco interview. So if anything, I'm sitting here bringing traffic to that interview. Nobody's checking for Cisco like that. Yeah, he's just, he's a weirdo. Like, I'm just saying, like, people are just weird. Like, you got grown men out here really in their feelings over what women are doing online. They're really seeing us as competition. The misogyny is thick, and we're getting it from all aspects. All aspects, biological men, you got transgender men, not all, or women, whatever, not all of them, but some of them. It's like the misogyny is just real, real fucking thick out here. But it's cool, because I'm going to keep doing me. I'm going to keep doing me. Yes, Cisco. That's how you know the interviews are drying up. Remember when he used to like interview, like, you know, popping people? People are starting to fall back from his platform because every time people go on his platform, they end up in some type of Fed case. So a lot of the, you know, B to A listers, they're falling back. So now he's having to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Who the hell asked for a Cisco interview? Not I. Like I said, half the people in the chat on Instagram thought it was Russell Simmons. That's how you know. Don't nobody even know who this generation don't even, don't even know who Cisco is. The, every comment was, is that Russell Simmons? Damn, I thought that was Russell Simmons. Russell, you better go get your daughter. I'm like, that's not Russell Simmons, you guys. It's Cisco. It's like 1990 fucking nine, but that's how you know a lot of these, these folks are falling off. That's why they're having to do these antics. That's why Adam 22 is out here literally pimping out his so-called wife. Because once them black dudes left and he wasn't able to pimp them black dudes anymore... His views started tanking. Allegations was popping up. And then all of a sudden, watch my wife get, get BBC'd. This is what they have to do now. They have to literally sell their soul for views. I refuse to. I will pack up and bounce before I ever feel the need to compromise myself. I posted that video today. People were shocked, like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you was tall. Oh my God, you got a nice shape because I don't leave with my sexuality. I don't have to. I'm glad I don't post pictures of myself like that. For what? This is what's important. That's how I was raised. What does your mind do? This is what I lead with. So, and that's the thing. They're not used to women doing that. 
because on the internet, you're supposed to only lead with your sexuality. As a black woman, I should be up here, you know what I'm saying, in a string bikini, twerking, and you know, uh, eating a nigga ass and all this weird shit. I don't have to do any of that. I refuse to. Not knocking the ones who do it. That's just not my cup of tea. And I represent for the girls who feel like, nah, that's not my thing. You do you. Y'all can be as ratchet as y'all want to be. Y'all can hump on top of cars and, you know, spread your pussy lips open for the world. That is your big business. But there is a segment of black women. We don't carry ourselves like that. And I represent that segment. We can still be classy, cute, sexy, and lead with our mind. That's what I do. And I feel like that's what bothers a lot of people because you can't put me in a box. I would never allow anybody to put me in a box. I'm multifaceted. Just like I can listen to hardcore hip hop. Y'all know me when I used to DJ my parties. I'd be pulling, playing Alvar Levine. I can like fuck with so many different things. I'm bigger than just celebrity news and what's trending on social media. I have created deep dive videos that have blown people's minds where people have sat there and watched a three hour deep dive and didn't even realize they sat there for three hours straight. And when it was over, they were stuck like, damn, I didn't want it to end. That's power, especially being that I don't have nobody behind me. I'm self-funded. I have no research team. When I say I'm about to take a break for a few days, I'm doing a deep dive. It's me literally doing that, putting in the work. So yeah, man, he's trash. So that's what happened. Like I said, I've appealed it, but you know, if they decide to give it back to me, they will. If they don't, it is what it is. Um, will I create, I, well, I have a, a backup page, but I'm not posting on that. I was gonna use my backup page for my lifestyle content when I start shooting lifestyle content. But um, you know, if they end up removing my page because of Vlad TV, it just shows me what I need to know. You know what I'm saying? White folks run social media. As soon as they complain and cry, social media bends to their whim. You know what I mean? But Black folks can complain about being trolled, being bullied, being harassed, and it's, oh, you, you'll be fine. You're Black. You're a strong Black woman. Handle, ha handle the disrespect. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, let him know. Make sure y'all y'all add him. Y'all feel free to send him this link. I want him to come in here. He won't. But y'all feel free to add him and, and leave him comments. And it was so funny because they people were like on his latest video commenting with teacups and stuff. And dudes were like, what are these coffee cups? We were like, these ain't coffee cups. This is teacups. We was going back and forth with his, you know, well, I'm going to call him his hate watchers. I really don't think he really has real fans. And so even a few of them was like, well, who was this lady? And shout out to y'all who was posting my link and sending some of his fans to find out who I am. So shout out to the, you know, the, the Vlad TV watchers who just happened to come over here who didn't know who the hell I was. Hi, I'm T. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Welcome. I'm T and I just keep it too real for people. And they're, they're feeling away. The jealousy is showing. The fact that he copied, he, he hit me with a copyright strike on a video that I'm literally congratulating the host on and the host is talking to me on the, the jealousy, the, the audacity, you know what I'm saying? Audacity, not audacity. <laughs> But like I said, it's all good. It's sad. But this is this is what I have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? When you create content and um, 
you had to deal with a lot of nonsense, you know, a lot of stuff behind the scenes, a lot of people, you know, who are just constantly coming at you sideways. But I built such a tough skin out here. Like I'm to the point, I, just, I don't care. I don't have the energy to care. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. I'm not going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? But this is what we have to deal with sometimes as content creators. So for all y'all who want to get into the content creator game, just understand that some of your biggest adversaries will be other content creators. You know what I'm saying? Because they really feel a way. People watch, they try and imitate, and you know, don't it don't work for them. So then they they turn their anger onto you. They start feeling a way. So yeah, I'm not I'm not tripping off of it. It is what it is. But he's he's a culture vulture, you know what I'm saying? And so for you to be in our space talking about hip hop and, you know, black issues, because you, you don't talk about white people, you don't talk about white issues. See, unlike you, I talk about everybody. I don't just hit on black issues. I talk about white issues, Asian issues. I hold everybody to task. I don't care your color, your skin tone, none of that shit. Right is right, wrong is wrong. But you notice a lot of these channels, they only talk about black people. That's the majority of their content. It's black people. Because he knows if he tried the nonsense that he did and the disrespect that he puts out on his platform. If Boosie sat on his platform and was dragging Taylor Swift the way he drags black women on his platform, he wouldn't have a platform. Because white folks, they don't play about their women. He's not going to be on there showcasing ratchet white girls and white strippers. He's only going to push them up to the black community because he knows there's a check to be had. Just like Adam 22. It's usually always gangbangers and, you know, he's never interviewing, you know, uplifting black people. It's never black folks who are actually making a difference in the community who are trying to stop the gang violence. But again, I blame us because y'all allow him, this white man, to go and walk safely through Compton and Watts. And, you know, I'm in the hood. He had a whole series. You got black babies who are scared to walk through the hood from school to home in fear of possibly being shot. But this white man can come down to the hood and he has, you know, safe passing from the gangs. So a lot of this is on us as well. Somebody says somebody got to go. All right, well, it disappeared. I don't know somebody's name they were saying. I got mods in there. The mods will handle them. It is what it is. Let them talk they shit. Because like I said, they always have energy on the internet. <laughs> Bombastic side Okay, they always have energy on the internet. Um, let me see here. Let me read some of these super chats. And thank you to everybody joining the membership. I will be working on a new deep dive this month. So I'm probably going to start working on it next weekend. So thank you, guys. Um, let's see here. I am Angel Baby's Nails. Says, T, I love you. But Flame Monroe blocked me because I called him out on calling Funky Dineva a druggie. What that got to do with me? Take that to Funky Dineva's chat. Thank you for the super chat. Y'all be trying to be coming in here being messy. Don't bring up other people's names. I'm not talking about Flame. I don't know who Flame is. 
Oh no, I think Flame is the transgender lady that be doing comedy, and I don't have no issues with Funky. So y'all take that up to their take that to their chat. Ain't got shit to do with the tea sippers. Um, I to the soul sent a hundred dollars. Thank you so much. I to the soul, appreciate you, love. Always coming through, showing love. I appreciate that. Um, Hope Janae sent $13.99. Thank you so much, Hope. Uh, Breezy sent $4.99. Thank you so much. Marvin D sent $10. Says, hey, pretty lady, looking gorgeous as always. I'll catch the playback when I get home. Definitely. Thank you for coming through, Marvin. Appreciate you. Veronica Williams sent $9.99. Says, they can't compete where they don't compare. Period, sis. We love you. I love you, too, and thank you so much. I appreciate that. And that's what a lot of it is. You know, I don't look at people as competition. I just come on here and do me. You know, in the words of Cardi B, I'm my own competition. I'm competing with myself. You know, that's just the truth. I don't look at what other people got going on because for what? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sound like nobody else. I don't want to put out the same exact content in the same format as anybody else. I just want to do me on my page. And that's it. Like I've been doing for the past 10 plus years. You know what I'm saying? Um... Jay TV, what's up, Jay? He says, hey, T, been waiting since yesterday. They're jealous of your core fan base and your journalistic integrity. Tea sippers, show up and show out. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being a mod here on my channel as well. Um, let's see here. Crystal Jewel sent $19.99. Says, just moved back to Las Vegas and I'm watching your live. It makes it better. Well, congratulations on the move, and thank you for the support, sis. I appreciate you. I'm assuming you might have moved from Cali, because I know I've been noticing a lot of people are leaving Cali and moving to Vegas, because it's a lot cheaper. So I've been noticing that. Um, let me see here. Uh, Hope Janae sent another $6.99. She says, Auntie, this is my first Super Chat. I've been watching you since 2012-ish. Just wanted to say love and appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Digital Gypsy sent $5, says, you are bothering people. You're doing something right. Yeah, I, I guess I must be. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, not your average brother sent $19.99. He says, afternoon tea. Vlad is such a clown like most of his guests. I just went onto his IG page and left a bunch of teacups and unfollowed. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having my back. Um, I, I really do. Like, we really got to support each other, support the people who are actually making real content, not putting out a bunch of lies, a bunch of fuckery, a bunch of nonsense, like really support real content creators, because we are far and few between. Like I tell people on Discord, this is why like I support so many people on Patreon, the ones who I know actually research, actually edit, actually put time into their content. Like I support them every month the same way I do my Netflix bill, my Amazon Prime bill or anything else, because we need people like that to be truth tellers. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to be a truth teller because everybody wants to silence you, dismiss you or act like you're crazy and like you don't exist. But then when shit comes to fruition, then all of a sudden it's like, damn, Tigro Thomas was right. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody else was talking about COVID. I was the one who broke that shit a month before we went into lockdown. So while everybody was scrambling and fighting for toilet paper, me and the tea sippers, we was good over here. We had all our shit on lock because we knew what was coming down the pipeline. Child, it's a lot. 
Hey, night nurse. She sent $20. She says, I'm glad I caught a live. Thank you so much for coming through. I know I usually don't go live on Saturdays, so I appreciate y'all for being here. We got over 9,000 people in the house. Man, that's what's up. I appreciate y'all because I know y'all's probably out with y'all's kids shopping and everything else. And here I go live. But thank y'all for coming through. Um, Sable Bunny Place sent $1.99. Says, always wait to see you, T. Best on YT for years. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, Say Carrie sent $5. Says, T, every day these quote unquote bigger platforms are jealous of your platform the way you report is the way your report is done with integrity in class. That's why we love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'm starting to see that. I used to think like, nah, like who am I? You know, I don't even have a million subscribers yet. Like, why would they care? Like, they're so much bigger. They have a corporate backing. They're, you know, with whatever big conglomerate. But now I'm really starting to see it. I, I really am. Like, I used to just think like, nah, maybe I'm just in my head. But now it's like, nah, I, I really see it now. I really do. So thank you. Uh, Roderick King sent five says, most of Vlad's followers are bots. He mostly bought them. Thank you. Let's talk about bots. Oh, Rodney. Or oh, should I say Roderick? Okay. Let, let's talk about these bots. Oh, let me sip slow real quick. A lot of people ask me all the time, why am I not at a million followers? Because I have integrity. I talk about real stuff. I don't care about losing or gaining followers in that way. So I might say some stuff that might piss you off on this stream and you unsubscribe. Oh, well. Then I might say some stuff a week later and you're feeling it, you resubscribe. Oh, well. I'm not about to pay for views. I'm not paying for followers. Like I said, if I can't get something legitimately, it don't feel the same. That's why I felt good when I got verified on Instagram because it's like, no, I legit got verified. When everybody else was running and paying thousands of dollars, they actually verified me for free. That feels good. Those plaques, I got 200K plaques. Those plaques mean a lot to me. I don't care if I never get a gold button. I got those plaques based off of integrity. I ain't never bought not one follower. Ain't no bots. All up in my Instagram comments. Like, you know, you'll see the regular bots. Like, hey, I'll teach you how to make $5,000. You know, that's not coming from me. That's Those are those Instagram bots. But you literally can go onto people's Instagram pages who are supposed to be big name people. And the comments make no sense with what's going on with the topic. They can literally post, you know, a video of themselves. And there's literally comments talking about, yeah, me and Jan are going fishing on Friday. Like, who the fuck is Jan? Fishing? She's literally, you know, sitting there drinking a cold drink. What are y'all talking? Just bots, botted comments. But again, that's because a lot of people are moving on fucking ego. And they feel like, well, if I don't have thousands and thousands and thousands of people following me and commenting, then I'm nothing. When we post, we just post. I don't care if that post got 75 comments, at least some 75 comments are real fucking people. Or if a post got a thousand comments, at least it's a thousand real people. That's why I laughed when the sponsors told me, they were like, when I was trying to do my first live event in Atlanta and we we're looking for sponsors, they're like, well, you're not verified. We don't know if people will really show up. Oh, okay, that's fine. And I asked one time, like we can ask this, no, no, we're not gonna go around. I'm, I'm, I don't beg for charity. All I do is work and stack. So if people don't wanna sponsor it, TT got this. I came out of pocket for all my shit. Made sure my fans had a good time. No expense was spared. 
period. And what happened after the facts when they saw that real people actually showed up? How do I have more people coming to my event? Remember, we had over 450 people show up to the epicenter. I'm not no rapper. I think I can sing, but we not, you know, you know, what I think and what's reality don't mean shit. I be trying to sing, but I can't. But more people came to my event. You got some of these rappers who can't even sell clubs. And they got millions of followers. But how real are those followers? Look how many concerts are getting canceled. Moneybag Yo's concert just got canceled. And so many rappers' concerts being canceled because they don't really have real fans. It's the difference between people just following you to be nosy on social media and actually being real, genuine fans. That's why I don't take my tea sippers for granted at all. These folks not only bought a ticket, they flew in. They had to pay for hotel rooms. They had to pay for their whole weekend. You can't, you can't pay for loyalty like that. I don't want a bunch of bots following me. So if I never get to a million, it's all good. I only want real human beings following me and hitting subscribe. I don't want to be talking to the air. I was shocked. When Marquis was sending me screenshots of Vlad, because I've never been on his Instagram page, I was shocked. This is a man who has like millions of followers on Instagram and you're getting three comments on your post. You're whack. And you have low self-esteem because you're having to buy bots. You're having to buy followers and views. I'm never going to do that. Sometimes I post a video, it may hit 100,000 views. Sometimes I post a video, it don't get watched. Fuck it. You think I'm about to sit here and, and pay for views to, to, you know, push the video up? I'm not doing none of that. It's not that serious to me. Because in life, sometimes you win some, sometimes you don't. That's the generation I come from. I don't come from the generation where everybody gets the trophy. Sh shit me. If you're not good at what you do, then you're just not good at what you do. If you can't make a layup, you can't make the fucking team. But now you'll have 30 kids on a team. So that way, everybody, you know, we can't turn people around. Why not? You suck at your job. So, yeah, a lot of these people, they suck at what they do. So they sit here and they buy bots. They buy views. They pad their numbers to make it look like they're bigger than what they are. I'm just who I am. If it hit, it hit. If it don't, oh, well. If this post on Instagram gets a bunch of comments and, you know, great. All right. They liked it, this post. Sometimes we'll post. Uh, shit, we posted about Zendaya. Zendaya talked about um, uh, Fezco. It had like 19 comments. I said, well, damn, I guess y'all didn't give a fuck what Zendaya had to say about Fezco. It had 19 comments. Oh, well, it is what it is. At least it was 19 real people. And then the next post we posted, it had hundreds of comments. But don't y'all find that very interesting that these folks who have been verified for years, who are supposed to be, you know, big names in media, they don't have real engagements. And that's why a lot of them know they can't do live shows. Nobody's going to show up. Because, see, it's easy to follow somebody on the Internet. It's easy to hit like, but it takes a real 
supporter. I'm not even going to say fan because fan is short for fanatic. It takes a real supporter, somebody who really loves you, who really appreciates you, who really wants to support you to buy a plane ticket, book a hotel room, and come from out of town. And they had no idea what they were getting into. They could have came and the show was a bust. I could have just sat up there reading nursery rhymes. But they didn't care. They just wanted to come and really support me. They weren't expecting me to have celebrities come out and, and interview people. They weren't expecting Cardi B to call in. And even we, when we did the dinner this year, people didn't know what to expect. They weren't expecting us to run out the club and have a good old time. But that's how I am with my, my supporters. Y'all are really like family. And that's the difference. And that's that's why a lot of them are mad. That's why they feel away. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know, when the pandemic happened, look how many of them had to go on to OnlyFans and bust their booty holes wide open. I see more people's parts than I see mine on a daily basis. I never had to do that. And I thank God I didn't have to do that because I have real supporters who watched my content, who shared my content during the pandemic. So I didn't have to sit up on fucking OnlyFans, topless, reading nursery rhymes and shit. Talking about, uh, hickory dickory duck. The titties ran up the clock. Like, get the fuck out of here. All this weird shit. But these are the people who brag and talk down to y'all and act like y'all are beneath them. Oh, y'all broke. Y'all don't have this. Y'all not dressed in Givenchy and y'all not rocking Louie and all this weird shit. This shirt was probably five fucking dollars from Walmart. My clothes ain't never made me. People laugh all the time. She be wearing cheap shit. She don't never be really dressing up. For what? Who am I fronting for? I'm for the regular man and woman. I don't need to sit up here no damn Versace ball gown to what? To, to talk, not, talk about news and celebrity gossip. That's weird. That's weird to me that people feel the need to do that. And now these same folks. Remember Ari was telling y'all, y'all are broke. She tells y'all y'all are broke once a month. But her man can't sell out no arena. They canceling her man's concerts. I guess these broke people that you kept talking about, they're speaking with their broke ass dollars and they're not buying your man's tickets. See, some of these celebrities and influencers need to humble themselves. They think because they have a blue check mark and a bunch of followers and some, you know, box mixed in there with their followers that somehow they're no longer human. And somehow they're better than the same people who follow and watch them. So again, be careful how you treat people. So I thank God for y'all that during the pandemic, I was able to make content and keep my clothes on. Because a lot of people weren't. The same ones who talk down to people who walk around in fur coats in the summertime were showing every orifice on OnlyFans. And no matter how much they try, oh, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't do OnlyFans no more. I'm not on OnlyFans no more. It does not. Am I frozen? Hold on, am I frozen? Did I freeze? Am I back? I'm, I'm so busy reading, honey. I'm sorry. I'm not even reading. I'm just ranting. Sorry. Okay, I didn't freeze. Okay, I wasn't sure because somebody was like, it's frozen. But refresh your shit. My page is working. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I said, like you, you, you have to respect the people that support you. 
And and you're right, Roderick. I didn't mean to go on the damn five minute tirade, honey. But Roderick, you're not lying because I was very shocked when I went to his Instagram page. I'm like, this is big black TV. This is you know the the face of black hip hop media. Three comments from three days ago. Oh shit! Even the woman who is on his platform, the host, she wasn't even commenting on his shit, and it's her doing the damn interview. How's your host on my page commenting, and you feeling away and flagging my shit, you weirdo? Child, read these super chats. Um, Jasmine Youngblood sent nine ninety nine. She said, "If back to the uh, is back to the schedule program where a person stay true to you, Auntie Vlad knows without his black guests he can't hold a bucket of water." Love you, Leo sister. Carry on. Thank you so much. Yes, we are in Leo season, honey. So I'm definitely turned up. This is my season, period. Okay, but thank you. No, that's so true. Like I said, that's why a lot of these people have to do interviews consistently. Without them having a guest, they'd have no show. They have to be able to bounce ideas and talking points off of each other. They can't just come on camera and talk off the top of their head. They have to only do edited videos because they have no personality outside of that. They don't talk, they can't talk about anything else. They can't talk about real world news. They can't talk about what's going on with the weather. The only thing they can promote and talk about is black debauchery, killings, sex, violence. It's sad. Uh, let's see here, Island Girl says, you had the personality they wish they had. You are naturally loved by everyone. They don't want to see you prosper. They're all secret tea sippers. <laughs> Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah, they be sipping on the low hoodie. They do. Um, uh, King Chris Lord sent $49.99. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, he says, please love get an order to show because with the temporary restraining order against Vlad and Instagram for stripping you of the fair use doctrine and First Amendment constitutional protections and sue them for billions of dollars. I hope you file. Thank you so much. I mean, people always say lawsuits, but y'all got to understand lawsuits are not cheap. They cost a lot of money. So I would, I personally, I would never sue behind this. I'm just going to, you know, take my bruise on the chin, honey, and keep it moving. You know, like I said, they give it back to me, they get back to me. I, I'm not going to sue. I'm not, I can think of better ways to use my coins than to sit up in somebody's courtroom, honey. Uh-uh, absolutely not. I got kids I got to take care of. So we're not handing out free money. So we're not doing that. But thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, Christopher Benson says, you always go live on my birthday and I'm thankful. You're just beautiful inside and out. I love your commentary. F Vlad forever. Thank you so much, Christopher. And happy birthday to you. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you, love. Um, Sierra Parker, Sam Fai says, we got your back. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Kay Oliana said, 1999 says, he's unwilling. Just put more eyes on you. I love you. Love you too. Thank you so much. So I've been on here. Oh my God. It's already been 50 minutes. We got over 10,000 people in here. Well, shout out to y'all. So I've been on here for the past 50 minutes, honey, just ranting and just dragging the shit out of Vlad. So we're going to move on. We're going to get off that, man. Um, you know, you're you're trash though, Vlad. You're, you're trash for that. Um, you should be shamed. You're a hater. 
you want to be able to be the only voice, you know, speaking on topics and stuff like that. And um, you're not going to prosper because when you're going out your way to attack people and to tear down other people's platforms, just understand that, you know, karma never sleeps. You know what I mean? So I, I've never flagged any of your videos. I've never done anything to you. So just understand God don't play about me, boo. Okay. Understand that. So we're going to move on. We're going to leave him in the dust. Moving on to the next topic. Okay. But thank y'all though. Thank y'all for the love. I appreciate it. Um, let me see here. So we got to get on this, this uh, Kai uh, Sinet NYC drama. This was scary. I was watching this yesterday. And, you know, my kids, we don't live in NY. We're here, you know, in Minneapolis. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, I just really hope that my kids wouldn't have been down there and all that fuckery. It was scary just watching, like, all these kids. It was just so many kids. And it's so easy for things like that to spiral out of control. I understand that Kai, he's young. He's 21 years old. But what you need to understand, young brother... Okay, what a lot of you influencers don't understand, the ones who have real followers, because obviously he has real followers, unlike Vlad TV, okay? So people like me and you who have real followers, people who are really fans of ours, you got to understand, young brother, that, you know what I'm saying, with influence, okay, comes great responsibility. If you're going to call yourself an influencer, you need to understand what are you influencing your fans to do? Because everybody loves this word influencer. I'm an influencer. I'm a Twitch influencer. I'm a YouTube influencer. But what are you influencing people to do? What he did yesterday is basically he took to social media. Let me pull up this page here. And he said that he was going to do a PlayStation 5 giveaway in New York City. And thousands of young people showed up. Thousands upon thousands showed up to be a part of the festivities. Um, he was supposed to give away PS5s, a computer, um, gift cards. I'm trying to find the article I had. And it ended up just spiraling out of control. I think this is the article here. Yep, this is it. So let me go ahead and share my screen with y'all real quick. Okay, so this is it right here. So he had planned to do this and thousands of young people came out. They were jumping on his car. It was crazy. And this is him for y'all who don't know. Um, that's Kai. He has millions of followers. He's a big Twitch streamer. <clears throat> I know my kids watch him. He's really big on Twitch. And it got bad. The police had to come out. Kids were hurt. A lot of kids got arrested. It got very much out of control. So we're going to go ahead and see some of these videos here from, um, from Kai. So give me just a second to pull this up. I hate that Twitter is now X. Like, Elon, you're just trash. Let's see if I can click on this. Okay. Oh, shit, they're fighting. Hold on, not that. <laughs> Too many. Uh, they're fighting, these badass kids. They're blowing something up back here. 
You're on top of car and this is That gives me anxiety. Like that is, y'all know how I said I don't like festivals. That gives me like festival vibes, but there's no, there's no way to control that, you know? And with the human body, when people are that close together, because, you know, we're mainly made of water, that's when the crowd starts to sway, you know, like the ocean and the raves get crazy. And that's when people can get crushed and lost in the crowd and get trampled on. He's very lucky that nobody was killed yesterday. He's really, really lucky because that was total chaos, what happened yesterday. It was like just watching some of the videos just gave me a lot of anxiety because you just saw thousands of young people. And unfortunately, when a lot of young people get together, it's a lot of, especially in this day and age, it's a lot of monkey see, monkey do. There were young people, like they were like um, food trucks. You know how food trucks will park in front of like bodegas and they'll run in to do their deliveries. There were young people jumping in the food trucks, still in the trucks and driving. You know, they were jumping on top of cars. It was really, really bad. Um, but he was arrested. So let's go ahead and watch this video here. He's been released though. I don't know if he's gonna, I'm sure he'll make a vlog about it, but he was definitely arrested. So we're gonna watch this real quick. Let me uh, share this tab. video here of Kai Sinat um, being taken, um, I don't know if the correct terminology is into custody, but this is him with the NYPD um, where he was taken into custody for questioning. We have not gotten any word of any arrest, only he was taken into custody for questioning. But there you see him in the khaki pants with the black sweatshirt um, being taken and escorted by NYPD for questioning. 21-year-old guy, New York City native, usually uses humor in uh, a lot of what he does online, we're told, and um, is a huge sensation. And he has a huge, huge influence, huge influence, literally in the most literal sense of the word. And he, he brought people out today, all right, and, um, and now this. And the NYPD does have a unit that does monitor social media posts and for exactly for the reasons like today. And for the most part, they've been pretty successful. But the chief of department there, Jeffrey Madry, saying and answering a question from one of the reporters that there at that news conference saying that, yes, we do monitor social media. We will certainly review what happened today, how, you know, how this became so out of control because he says, quote, this cannot happen again. He said they're not against young people gathering, having a good time, but it just can't get to levels like this. There are injuries. There have been people with panic attacks, asthma attacks, anxiety mm -hmm. attacks. People literally got hurt today. And someone's got to be held accountable for this. And we'll see how that happens uh, going forward. Man. Okay, let me come back on the screen. So, yeah, this ended up being national news. And it was even crazy because when I went on Twitter, I mean, black folks were trending. Uh, it was a lot of racist. A lot of the, the racism definitely was in full force yesterday. You know, um, a lot of N-words and everything else. And unfortunately, because he is a black streamer, 
and a bunch of kids of color came out there, you know, just, it looks bad. It looks bad. And a lot of people, adults who had nothing to do with this, they were attacked. They were in the way. So he's probably going to get in trouble. I'm sure he's going to receive a fine. But my thing is, did he even give away a PlayStation? Did he even give away a gift card? Was any of y'all there? Don't all tweet at once. Keep it real. Was you, was you down there, T-Sippers? Were any of my NYC T-Sippers down there? Because I don't think he gave anything away. I, I couldn't find any video of him with a PlayStation under his arm. I'm I'm thinking somebody said he gave away some cards. Nope, he didn't. Yeah, I'm thinking that he might have did this as a stunt and it went wrong. Not that he can't afford to give away PlayStations, but the fact that when he first showed up, they somebody said he just had gift cards. But he was supposed to be giving away a PC, a PlayStation, and all types of stuff. But you can't just do you can't just tell people to just meet you in the street. Like, that's just not how it works. And you have to really think that if if people really want to, he can end up facing some lawsuits behind this. You know, people who are not fans of his who just happened to be down there and they were just sitting there, you know, crushed by this mob of kids, had things thrown at them by this, by this mob of kids, he incited a riot. So he better hope that he's not going to be facing any lawsuits. You know, I get like these young people, they want clout, they want attention, but this is not the right way to get it. He has to be really, really careful playing these type of games. Because like just some of the videos that I saw were just like so disturbing with like just folks fighting and throwing stuff, busting people in the head with things. There were kids bleeding. Some boy was on there. He shot himself. They said he shot himself in the hand and his friends were screaming. There was blood dripping everywhere. And I'm just like, why did you bring a gun with you? Like, what the... So what, were you shooting in the air and then you shot yourself in the hand? It was just too much. It was just too many videos popping up. There was some chicken head that was up on the damn light pole. She was twerking and people put a football in her ass. She had a football in between her ass cheeks and was just twerking. I said, what the fuck is this? Like, come on now. Like this. She had a football in her ass cheeks. I said, well, who, where did the football come from? But then I have to remember, these are kids. So these kids are probably coming from football practice. Decided to go down there to go see Kai and just shoved the damn football in between her cheeks. And she was just down there shaking and twerking. I said, you can't make this shit up. Yes, they put a football in her damn uh, butt cheeks. Good <laughs> in New York City. Child, I said, oh, hell no. And then all them little boys were smacking her ass and shit. I said, this is too much. I didn't come on Twitter to be assaulted with this with this shit. It was just too much going on. Oh, and it was a big old thick football too. It was fully inflated. I said, "Well, damn, how big is your ass cheeks, ma'am?" You know, I'm nosy, honey. You go ahead, keep watching. So I'm like, she about to, you know, like say, you know, touchdown or something. I think she's going to put on her arm and be like, touchdown. Oh, no. They shoved that shit right in between her butt cheeks. And she let them too. I said, okay, I get it. Y'all can't hear me? Hold on. Y'all can't hear me at all? Come on. Hold up, hold up. 
Let me go to my settings. Hold on. Reports, the U.S. added 187,000 jobs in the month of July, which was less than expected. One possible reason for the slowdown was the entertainment industry, with thousands of writers and actors out of work and on the picket line. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti reports on the wider economic impact as the WGA strike nears day 100. Hollywood writers and actors hit the pavement yet again as the writers union met with studio executives for the very first time since their strike began. I think it's hopeful because it's been it's been crickets. It's been silence for a long time. In California, film and TV production accounts for more than 700,000 jobs and nearly $70 billion in wages. We are really fighting for the rights of the people who are working and living in the city. Yeah! Constantine Anthony wears many hats. He's an actor and the mayor of Burbank, home to several major studios. If people aren't coming to work, if people are on strike, they're not spending money at their local grocery store. All of those secondary industries are uh, greatly affected by the loss of that income. That includes Alex Yusita's catering company, typically feeding Hollywood's film and TV crews. At the end of last year, we were like working like 10, 11 jobs every day. It drops to maybe one or two jobs. He says he's had to lay off nearly half of his 50 employees. Are you able to give me a sense, percentage-wise, um, how much business you've lost? I think I would say at least 70 percent. Picket lines grew last month as the actors began to strike as well. Top stars have donated $1 million each to help others pay their bills. For those who depend on Hollywood to make a living, today's talks bring a glimmer of hope. I beg all the people from the studio, please, please make it happen, you know, for the good of everyone. And many fall television shows and films are already delayed. Even if a deal is reached, it could take several weeks, if not longer, to ramp up production, John. Jonathan Bigliotti, thank you, Jonathan. All right, give me a second, y'all. Evan Rachel Wood joins us now with more. Evan. Thank you for being with us tonight. So let's just start big picture here because for a lot of us, I think it's easy to look at this strike and say, oh, that's just Hollywood. We might care if it means seasons of our favorite shows are delayed, but other than that, a lot of people don't necessarily feel connected. Okay, I'm back. One of my lights had went out. That's all. I'm like, why did everything change in here? But the light had went out over there. So, um, all right. So, what is going on right now with the whole strike is that now reality television stars um, are talking about it, about striking as well. Like I said, Bethany Frankel, Nene Leakes also spoke about it. She didn't necessarily say striking, but Nene is basically saying like when she was talking about unfair treatment, everybody was dismissing her. But now it's all this talk about, you know, Bethany. So let's go ahead and watch what Bethany had to say. Let me find her clip here. But she wants to start a union, actually, for um, for reality TV show stars. Okay, so we're going to watch this real quick here. Let me just refresh this page. Hollywood is on strike. Entertainers are fighting for residuals. 
and no one will promote anything. Why isn't reality TV on strike? I got paid $7,250 for my first season of reality TV and people are still watching those episodes. We've always been the losers, the I'm up here, you're down here to the actresses and actors. During the last writer's strike, we're providing all the entertainment and that's when really the gold rush of reality TV started. So I myself have generated millions and millions of dollars in advertising and online impressions being on reality TV and have never made a single residual. Reality stars should go on strike. People still watch The Hills today and they don't make a goddamn dollar and they were entirely exploited getting ratings that network television doesn't get. It's complete and total bullshit. It just occurred to me, everyone is talking about actors. We don't get paid shit. Hollywood is on strike. Entertainers are fighting for... Okay, let me find the Nene Lakes one. Because then Nene responds. Okay, this one should be it. Anthony can say things and people will get it and they'll understand it. For a very long time, I have said that there's a lot of unfair treatment in different areas of the reality workspace. Uh, reality stars do not receive benefits. Um, they don't have any like health benefits, any residuals. There's no union for reality stars. Um, all of those things you see, like even with myself, when you see all of the memes and stuff that's out there, the way your likeness is used over and over and over and over again, and you don't get one red penny. I don't get a penny for all of those memes that you say out there. Uh, I am a part of Screen Actors Guild, so I, I do receive benefits on that side. Again, your likeness is used. Uh, over and over and over and over again. They can run these shows for years and years and years and years and years and years. Okay, let me come back on the screen here. Okay, I'm back. All right, y'all. Sorry, we got like 4,000 people in here. Sorry to the people who got kicked out and I had to start the stream over. I don't know what was going on with the mic, but we are back. We're going to finish this show, honey. I got stuff to say. I'm going to say it. So, the reality TV stars are fighting. Now they're saying that, you know, there's no money, there's no residuals, there's no health care. Um, we are living in very, very, very interesting times. And I think what's so, it's not funny, of course, because, you know, these are real people. They're going through real struggles. Everybody's trying to figure out how to eat and pay their bills, right? But what a lot of reality TV stars also need to remember, because a lot of them had the nastiest attitudes. And I think some of that attitude was because the fact that Hollywood will look down on reality television. They would look at it like, oh, those are Z-listers. We're A-listers. We have to memorize a script. And, you know, we're on set for 17 hours a day. You guys are basically playing a character of yourself. So there was always this, you know, beef between real actors and actresses and reality television. And the reason why a lot of reality television blew up was remember, it was really during the actor strike back in 2008, okay? This was like the glory day of reality television. Like every station had a reality TV show. We had John and Kate plus eight. We had um, Real Housewives starting up. We had so many shows. And Real Housewives is the franchise that really put the entire franchise on the map, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Because even though New York was first, and the OC, 
or one of the, you know, one of the two. The, the franchise didn't really pop until the Atlanta Housewives. That's when everybody was tuning in. That's when black folks took interest because now we see people who look like us and who, you know, allegedly have money and they're allegedly rich. So then we started tuning in and white folks were already watching the franchise. Right. So Nene, Bethany, they all were the OGs. They really had a hand in making it what it was. The difference is this. Bethany, because I think she comes from like a. The, the you know like the industry background right like she did stuff in new york she knew andy cohen and all that stuff bethany was smart she had enough wherewithal to think about the future like if they're gonna have me on tv and they're gonna exploit me i'm gonna put a clause in here y'all can use my likeness my image i'm on this show but anything i create outside of this show is mine y'all don't get no dibs to that shit so once, and so they, they, they okayed it because this was the first season. This was the New York women and this and that. So they okayed it. And remember, that's when she started the skinny girl line. She had skinny girl martinis and vodkas and skinny girl popcorn. That is Bethany Frankel's line that the white lady, the first one I was talking. Bravo didn't get a dime of that. Because they didn't know that the franchise was going to be as big as it was. They didn't know the show was going to pop. So once it did, Bethany became a multimillionaire, not because of Bravo, because of all the shit she was hawking in Walmart, okay? I ain't gonna hate on it. I, I used to eat some of that, you know, skinny girl popcorn, honey, okay? She was hawking everything. Anything she could put skinny girl on, she had it on there. So Bethany had enough wherewithal. The problem with a lot of the, well, I'm not gonna say a lot of, With some of us, right, with some of us as people of color, we're so enamored with the fame, being in front of the camera. We don't sometimes look at the big picture. And part of that is because we just don't know. We're usually like the first generation, you know, to do reality television, to be a YouTuber. So we don't know all the ins and outs. You know, I had so many bumps and bruises just starting my YouTube channel. There were times I've been demonetized, had my channel snatched from me. I, literally, I crawled so a lot of these holes can run because now they know what moves not to make, you know what I mean, to not end up demonetized and shit like that. So sometimes you have to like get a lot of bumps and bruises along the way. But unfortunately, a lot of the Real Housewives of Atlanta people, they were more focused on, I'm on TV. I'm that girl. I'm cashing Trump checks. I'm living a fabulous life. We're moving out this mansion into a bigger mansion. We're moving out this townhouse and in, out this town home into something bigger. Oh, I'm buying a car for my son. I'm so they weren't thinking in terms of longevity. It was more like black folks eat your heart out. I've made it. Yeah, I get what I'm saying. If you if you're a fan of the show, that's how that cast was. It was almost a look at me now. Well, Candy was, I'm not talking about Candy. Candy, Candy didn't need the Real Housewives. We already knew who Candy was. I'm talking about a lot of the other ones who we didn't know like that. They were so worried about, look at me. I'm a celebrity. I'm all over television. I'm viral. I'm a meme. But they weren't thinking longevity, how they're being exploited. So now that times are hurt hard for everybody, now everybody's screaming residuals. I want my residual. 
Y'all make millions off of me. I'm a mean. I don't, I don't get residuals anymore. And these women are not wrong. Don't get Nene's not wrong. Bethany's not wrong. None of these people are wrong. But again, this is how the business works. You have to understand. That's why. Remember, who remembers when I used to live in L.A. and I used to tell folks all the time, if you want to get into the industry, y'all need to be behind the scenes. Put a tick up if y'all remember me telling y'all that all through 2014, 2015, 2016, that the real money is behind the scenes. It's never in front of the camera. All right, I see some teacups. Thank you, Lex. I used to say that all the time. I would tell young people that all the time. While it's cool to be a rapper and, you know, they get the fame and, you know, you guys are looking at their clothes and their bling bling, the real money's behind the scenes. I've said that for so long. The real money's being a producer, an executive director. That is where the real money is. It's the studios. It was at one point the writers too, but we see they're on strike now. But the real money is the top. It's never the entertainment. The entertainment is what's being exploited. And the reason why they can exploit you is because, again, like the old saying goes, it's like you're selling your soul to the devil. In so many words. You're willing to barter everything for fame. We're going to pay you less because you're going to be famous. That is the carrot that they drag in front of you when you go to Hollywood, when you go to do reality television, is that your face will be out there. You'll be a global brand. Everybody will know your name. When you go to the club, people will just let you in because you're, you know, such and such from a reality TV show. But what they don't tell you is the exploitation. And when they get rid of you and you're not hot no more, then what? So now you have a lot of, and I'm not going to say they're necessarily bitter or angry, but you have a lot of pissed off ex-reality TV stars who are now forced to scoot on over, TT. Um, hey, y'all, it's your girl from, you know, said reality TV show, and um, I have a podcast now. See, now they're all coming here. Because remember, YouTubers, we were. if you think reality TV shows were the bottom of the barrel, oh, us YouTubers, before there was money to be had, we were losers. I remember getting drug at work. Like, why? who are you talking to on the internet? Like, who are you making videos for? Like, people just did not get it back then. YouTube is not what it is now. Back when we started, there was no check. We did it just because we had something to say. We, we wanted to have fun. We wanted to just share our experiences and make skits and just do all types of stuff. So we were definitely looked down upon. So I find it very funny. How now all these A-listers, reality TV show people who used to talk shit about YouTubers, who used to talk shit about commentators are all now running here to do the same thing. Because again, unlike them, I always thought about the long run. Even when I moved to LA, I'm here, I'm, I'm gonna get a check. I have no problem going on auditions, doing music videos, doing, you know, little things like that. But I'm always gonna put my brand first. So even back then when people would like laugh, like, oh, you do YouTube, like that's so weird. But now these same actors, these same people that are in SAG that I know from back in L.A., now they're all trying to get into YouTube. But when I was doing it back then, it was weird that I was juggling both because I'm not going to let my channel go to go pursue some acting that may not really even pan out. Even if you get a gig, you know, unless you luck up and you end up on a show, that's very rare for a lot of black actors and actresses. You know, we might get bit parts here, background, you know, little things like that, but it's nothing that's very consistent. So for me, it's like, no, I'm always going to keep my brand, honey. So I, I think that 
there is some stuff that needs to be done. I think that reality TV show stars, they should get residuals because their likeness is being used forever. But I think this, I, I hope that all of this also wakes up people too, to how much of a facade all of this shit was. And I think that's why a lot of people don't really feel a way because let's keep it real. So I can pull up some stuff. Remember when the fast food workers were striking? Wasn't too long ago. McDonald's workers and everything else, they were all striking. Let's see if we can find the video. Oh, hell, two days ago, fast food cooks and cashiers on strike in, in San Jose. Let's watch this real quick. Let me share my screen. Back in the South Bay, hundreds of fast food workers in San Jose demanding better pay, benefits, and working conditions today. Ground Force Charles Clifford has details on today's strike. Well, here in San Jose on Wednesday, fast food workers are marching and holding a rally here at City Hall demanding that their industry do more to help people. On Wednesday, hundreds of workers from fast food restaurants across San Jose marched, demanding that their employers do more to help employees. They are asking for better wages and benefits and safer working conditions. We don't. Okay, we're not going to watch the whole thing. I just wanted y'all to just see that. This has been going on, and not just fast food. We had the trucker strike. We have, um, you know, all types of strikes that's been going on affecting regular, everyday men and women. And I didn't see a lot of these celebrities coming out the woodwork and saying, hey, let me use my big platform that I got from reality television to speak out for the average man and woman. So you see how that works? So this is why a lot of regular people, they don't care. They're like, I too am not getting residuals. You eat a you eat a pack of fries, that's just it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want, you know, some type of uh, better health care. I want safe working conditions. Y'all crying about residuals. I want a safe working condition, you know? Um, even now, The Rock donated, I think, like $7 million to SAG-AFRA to help, you know, out-of-work actors and actresses and stuff like that, which is amazing. But again, where's Hollywood to stand by regular people as well? So I think at this point, everybody is going through it. You know what I mean? Everybody wants better conditions. Even uh, Twitch fits. Twitch streamers, Twitch is not taking 50% of their revenue and they're the ones making the content, you know, so everybody's going through it right now. You know, nobody's job is safe, including mine. I'm not up here speaking with an air of arrogance, you know, I, I, but like I said, I've been talking about this for years. So that's why you've never seen me on social media flossing and, you know, oh, I got a Lamborghini this week and, you know, here goes my latest this and soft girl life. No, I, I stack up. I stack up and I invest because I know things don't last forever. You have to be smart. And I think the problem is a lot of these folks were so busy flossing, buying Chanel bags and furs and, you know, looking down on people because, again, they want to keep this persona that they're that guy, they're that girl they're on reality television. And now the veil is being lifted. And we're seeing that these are just regular, everyday people. And they're struggling just like us. 
they're all trying to make sure that they have enough to take care of their families just like us. So all that bravado that they used to say to people on Instagram, that's why I just never understood it. I still remember to this day, uh, what's her name? Hazel E. When she was just like going off and I'm, uh, what she said, I'm Javanchi down and my purse. And she was going through like everything she had on. But where's Hazel E now? In the shade room comments. That reality TV show life is fleeting. That's why a lot of them now are all, they're all selling spices. Everybody's a cook. I'm like, y'all didn't even cook on reality television. Now everybody got a cooking channel. Everybody wants you to buy their seasonings. The only seasons I, I will fuck with from a celebrity is Tamika, because that's my twin. But I'm like, when did all y'all start selling seasoning? You know, two years ago, all y'all couldn't stop selling weave. Now everybody got a cooking show on YouTube. I just be like, wow, how times have changed. You know, these same influencers now, the, you know, Ari has a YouTube channel, the same one who was calling folks broke. But you want these same broke people to watch and give you views. So I think this is why a lot of people just, you know, they feel no ways. It's just like, okay, well, you know, it's messed up. They're going through it. But a lot of regular people are going through it. They really are. And I think this is the time, too, where people need to start talking about ownership. At the end of the day, these execs, they're not your friends. Andy Cohen is not y'all's friend. Who remembers me when he would do the reunions and I would do the recaps? I would drag Andy. I'm like, he's manipulating all of these women while they're sitting here fighting and they got megaphones in each other's faces and, and talking about, you know, this person's coochie and this and that. He's sitting here loving the shit. Andy Cohen is a messy bottom and he's been a messy bottom. He loves it. He is the puppet master. But y'all didn't care because you were on at that point. You were that girl because you was on Real Housewives. And now that a lot of them have been removed and they bought in new people and, and their names are not ringing bells like they once were, now everybody's speaking out. That man was, he been playing y'all. Now he's racist. He was racist back then. But y'all was scared to call it out. But when I called it out, I was mean. I was a hater. But now they're all seeing Andy Cohen for who he is. That's why I felt no way when Kathy Griffin got mad and was blasting him. Andy Ben showed y'all who he was. He's about his money. He's a corporation. He became a multimillionaire off of the backs of these women. And now we fast forward 10, 15 years later, they're all complaining because the money's drying up. So this is why I think that people need to start having real discussions in the industry, you know, all you celebs, um, about ownership. Y'all can't keep crying to these execs. Y'all can't keep, you know, they owe us more. They, they, they need to give us more. They need to give us residuals. Why y'all not create y'all's own production company? Brad Pitt got one. Why y'all not creating y'all's own reality TV shows and hiring black staff, black videographers, black editors, black screenplay writers? Because the truth is, even when some of us get into those positions, we take advantage of our own. 
and I'm not trying to put Tyler Perry on blast, but there's been a lot of people who talk about how he treats people who work for him. How he's, you know, the money ain't there like that in them Tyler Perry productions. And he tries to shoot everything literally in a week as opposed to stretching it out so people can actually make money. And see, that's the problem. That's why I felt no ways about Diddy when he was up there crying about how the white industry is doing him. You're crying about how white folks are doing you and how you're not able to, you know, sit at their table. Well, how about all the black folks that you owe money to? So we need to have people who are serious about ownership and who seriously want to help each other and not use black folks as a stepping stone to get themselves up. Because Hollywood is crumbling. So y'all can keep crying for a seat at the table all y'all want to, but it's apparent Hollywood is collapsing. The movies that they're making are trash. People are over the nostalgia thing. So folks need to start coming together and having real conversations. If you really want to be an actor, if you really want to be a reality TV star, you have to start thinking in, tone, in, in terms excuse me, of ownership and your own brand. But again, when people spoke on this years ago, we were haters. We didn't know what we were talking about. And now everything is coming to pass. Everything is coming to fruition. When I was saying to y'all three years ago, all these celebrities about to start running to YouTube. Everybody said I was hating. Like, no, hating on what? The truth is the truth. They're coming here. They're trying to make YouTube into television. They're trying to promote these celebrities. They don't want your regular everyday man and woman having a YouTube channel, being able to make money. The internet was never supposed to be for black folks to get paid. But we found a way in spite of everything. And now they're trying to make it more corporate. This is why when they had the Streamy Awards, you had Will Smith and Jack Black winning awards, but not the people who created this platform. So y'all better wake up. Social media is being taken over by Hollywood. Even TikTok, the, the biggest TikToks that get pushed through the algorithm are usually celebrity TikToks. Regular folks still get pushed through there as well. But you see the celebrities more and more on TikTok. And these were the same ones 10 years ago wouldn't be caught dead on social media because it was beneath them. Now they're running in droves and they're coming here because they're taking regular people's spots. Because now let's say your daughter wants to start her own YouTube channel and do a toy review or, you know, do hair tutorials. She's not going to be in the algorithm. Why? Because they're going to push Sky Jackson in the algorithm. Ex-Disney star who's doing hair tutorials. So I've always fought the, for the regular, degular person. That's why I've always been passionate. Because I'm not about to be on nobody's casting couch. And social media made a platform for regular people to be able to, you know what I'm saying, give their opinion, have their voices heard, you know, make a living. And even that's being snuffed out. So that's why I say nobody's job is really safe. Not even mine. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's. Nobody. Another thing I think is going to come down the pipeline, these family channels. I think there's going to be regulations. You have a lot of people making money off their kids, using their kids for a check. Let's keep it real. Most of these family channels, the, the parents, nobody gives a fuck about the parents. 
but we don't care. A lot of them are vapid, fake, weird. It's the babies that keep people watching. It's the pregnancy, you know, getting pregnant for a check. That's what's keeping people watching. But I wonder if these children, if there's a nest egg set aside for them. Because see, in Hollywood, we had things like Coogan's Law, where legally the parents had to put aside 15% for their child actor. There's no such thing on social media. So mark my words, there will be regulations coming down the pipeline because corporate has to get involved. You know, they, you know, they got to get a check somewhere. Well, if you're going to export your child on TikTok for views and on Instagram and on YouTube, you're going to have to start putting money aside. Because what they're finding out now is that a lot of these reality TV stars, these kids who grew up on reality television, remember, the heyday was 2008. We had John and Kate plus eight. We had the Duggars. We had all types of fuck shit. A lot of kids on television. Now we fast forward 10, 15 years later, John and Kate plus eight. None of them eight kids got any type of nest egg. The Duggars, their family made millions of dollars pimping Christianity and their supposed morals. And none of their children have nothing to show for it. Even the molester boy, the oldest one, Josh Duggar, he was selling cars at a car lot. Because reality television is different from Hollywood. So none of these children have nothing to show for it. So there's going to be a lot of new regulations. We're, we're, they're, they're, there's going to be a lot of new stuff when dealing with new media. And as there should be. If you're going to exploit your children for a check, they better have money for them in the bank by the time they're 18 for either their college fund or to start a business. You're getting deals, sponsorships, all types of stuff. You're going on free trips because, again, nobody cares about the parents. They just need the parents to shoot the content. But nobody's asking the real questions. Is there a nest egg for these children once they become of age? And what's going to happen to some of these kids? Because now you even have some kids who were on these family channels who are now old enough to speak out and saying that they were exploited their whole childhood. They didn't ask to be filmed from the second they came out their mama coochie. Just saying. So it's going to be a lot of stuff being regulated coming down the pipeline. So just, just know that. You heard it here first. Just know that. Because, yeah, somebody brought up Master P. Exactly. There's no reason that Romeo is on the Internet crying a few months ago about how there was no money for him. How he doesn't have a, a rap snacks empire. But like I said, I couldn't feel too bad for Romeo because once he got of age, he was still playing it up like he was that guy. Like he had it like that. No, and he didn't. So a lot of these folks played this role to make regular people feel bad. That's why they did it. They wanted your regular everyday nine to five worker to feel like shit. And I never understood that. How do you clown the people who when they get off work and they're tired and they just want to decompress and, you know, experience some escapism and they're watching you on reality television. Those are the people that are giving you your views. Those are the people that are allowing the networks to cut you a check. How dare you talk about somebody working a nine to five like they're beneath you? 
I never understood that. Just like these influencers who come on here and talk shit about people who work a nine to five. I'm a boss. I'm an entrepreneur. You still got to go to work every day. You still got to clock in. Bitch, do you own YouTube? Because I know I don't. Like, do we have stock in YouTube? We all work for somebody. Yeah, we're slight entrepreneurs, but if this shit shuts down tomorrow, I hope y'all have a backup plan, which a lot of them don't. If YouTube was to shut down tomorrow, a lot of them have no backup plan at all. And they don't have real fans, so the, the fans aren't going to go join their Patreon because all they do is put out bullshit. So why would people pay for, for lies and, and bullshit? So I, I believe that a lot of, this is that why a lot of people just, they don't care when it comes to the more rich celebs or people who played like they were rich for years. They don't have a lot of sympathy. And I'm not saying it's not right. You know, I, you know, like I said, I feel bad for people regardless because I am in SAG or was in SAG or whatever. I still got my SAG card. But it's the ones who are just very, very arrogant that it makes it hard for people to feel bad for. Especially when you have regular everyday people who are also picketing. Truckers who are also picketing. People who are also needing a fair wage as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what ends up happening. Y'all putting in that. I see DC. Oh, that was the biggest scam. Biggest scam. And scammed a lot of black folks. It was a paper college. I see DC. I did a whole deep dive on it. If you have not watched my two-part Master P deep dive, it's about eight hours total, but I broke down everything. That was a sham. And a lot of people got into debt with them damn ICDC bullshit ass commercials, unfortunately. People thought they were going to work for the, the CIA and shit. <laughs> Not through ICDC. The CIA said, no, bitch, you need to go to a real... A real for you. <laughs> We're not doing no paper colleges around these parts. Remember the commercials? You can become a single. <laughs> damn, the early 2000s was nothing but a bunch of damn scams and shit. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's an eight hour deep dive. It's two parts. It's two parts. I, I think I spent like, I spent two weeks. I worked on it for the first week for the part one. And then the next week I worked on part two. But yeah, it's like an eight-hour deep dive. Yeah, Troyce watched it. I sent him the links. He watched it. Full eight hours. But it's good, though. It's not going to feel like eight hours at all. You're going to watch part one and be like, oh, my gosh, what is part two? It doesn't feel – none of my deep dives feel long. Just break it up. Mm-hmm. Is the audio going out again? Can y'all hear me? Okay, they're bugging. I got to go. Can y'all hear me or no? Y'all can hear me? Some people are saying no. It's lagging. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm a, I've am been out here for 39 minutes. I'm going to try and hurry up. Okay. I think that's really all I had to say was just talk about that, the reality TV star. Yeah, that was really it. Okay, let me read the rest of these super chats, and then I'm going to get out of here because they're playing with the audio. I want to read the ones from the last stream before they go away. Um... Danaya, I think it was, 
or did it might be Dejina. Dejina Hughes, she sent 99.99. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. She says, This is my first super chat T. Thank you for leading with your mind. I deleted my Facebook and Instagram to apply to apply time. I used to scroll on social media towards them college books. I am halfway done and I'm getting my associates in HR management. That is what's up. Congratulations. Super proud of you. And thank you so much for the super chat. I really, really appreciate it. And good luck to you on all your future endeavors, sis. So thank you for coming through on this Saturday. Um, let me go ahead and read this other one. Uh, MK sent $100. Thank you so much, MK. She says, I've been following you for a long time, but I rarely comment. You have been a big sis to me, and I love everything you do. I love you, sis. Continue to do what you do. You deserve all the blessings you've gotten and will continue to get. Thank you. I appreciate that, sis. Thank you so much. Um, Y'all are just wonderful, you know, and that's what I'm saying. When I when I happen to catch other people's lives, I don't I don't see this type of interaction. I don't see this type of support. You rarely ever see super chats. If it is a super chat, it's usually just, you know, one word comment. It's never anything really written out. You know, it's not really fans who are watching these people. So um, I don't take it lightly. And I just really appreciate y'all for just all the support. Uh, S, 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 Simon S sent $20, says, Miss Beautiful, I'm a flight attendant out of Chicago. And I always tell my coworkers to come. Hold on. I always tell my coworkers about your channel. I always check for you when I come to the MSP. If you're ever on my flight, I'm getting you drunk as a skunk. Ah, my God. <laughs> That's what's up. Thank you so much. It's always funny when I run across tea sippers that are flight attendants because, child, I'll be trying to be low-key on the plane, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, T, is that you? I'm like, yes. <laughs> So that's awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Thanks for coming through. Um, let me see here. Uh, la 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 sent $5 says, I wish you can sue Vlad and win. He needs to be humbled. Shake my head. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, you know, going to sue. It's not that serious. Um, you know, just put him on blast for what he did. You know, like I said, all I can do is try and fight it with Instagram and hopefully I'll be able to fight it. But you know, if not, it's okay too. So thank you. Um, let's see here. I think I got most of those ones read. Um, did I read that? Oh, Nas. Okay, Nas sent four ninety nine. He says, "Teach your integrity, honesty, and cons and consistency. You don't flip flop. You stand in your shit. Ask important questions and speak for the voiceless. Love you. Love you too. And thank you so much. I appreciate you." Um, let's see here. I know I have a bunch of other super chats on the other page. Uh, Fabi E says, Hey, T, say my name, Fabi Ola. Um, love you, keep doing your thing. Thank you so much. Um, Juntero says, LOL, Vlad's Instagram comment section is lit thanks to the tea sippers. Oh my gosh, I can't get on Instagram, so I can't see it. So y'all would just have to screenshot me. I appreciate y'all, though. I really appreciate y'all for supporting. It means a lot. Um, Princess M Bomb sent $19.99. Says, we love you. I am visiting my Leo sis in San Francisco. Her birthday was August 2nd. And we are celebrating this weekend, sipping our tea before the turn up. Can you please wish her a happy birthday? She goes by Doritos. 
Happy birthday, Leo sis, Mr. Ritos. I hope you and your sister enjoy your day in San Francisco. Um, thank you guys both for supporting my channel. It means a lot to me. So enjoy your day. Happy birthday. Um, let's see here. Now let me go to my other screen because I have both screens up so I can read both. Um, uh, let's see here. Sean sent $50. Sean says facts like whatever happened to Perez Hilton, an influencer who just faded away. Mm. I think he got he got involved in a lot of mess. Um, Perez was around and he was very popular. <coughs> Excuse me. Back when you could kind of just say anything. Anything went in the early 2000s, mid 2000s. And it's not like that anymore. People are sensitive. You will be sued. Um, folks ain't playing about their reps. And so he's had to chill. Plus, I think he's like a father now. He has a baby and everything. But I remember I met him a few years ago in L.A. You know, he was really nice. But, yeah, he's he was one of the OG bloggers, you know. But things have changed a lot. You can't just be out there just harassing people. And I always felt like this, though, just being mean just for the sake of being mean, that that that's not going to take you far. You know what I'm saying? You can only just be a mean, bitchy person that, yeah, you'll attract that same energy. That's how you can always tell the people who are not genuinely happy. They're always ranting, raving, screaming, beefing with people. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of energy is just, it's, it's demonic. Like who wants to just be mad 24 seven? You know what I mean? Like I pop my little shit on here, say what I have to say. Guess what? Once I leave this stream, this is where it ends. I'm moving on. I wait for my appeal. Like I said, if it goes through, it goes through. But I'm not going to be making 50, you know, videos with flags, naming the title. And I'm I'm not doing all that. One and done. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, he's still around, though. Oh, he has three kids. I, oh, shit. Okay. I didn't know. Who the baby mama? Or I can't ask. Oh, okay. I didn't know he had three children. Shit. I know he had the one little boy. Somebody said these adopted kids. Well, we know he didn't birth them, but I don't know who the moms are. Is he? Is he? He got a husband? Like he got? Who's the baby daddy? Like what? Is he married now? I haven't checked for him in a long time, so I don't know his situation. I didn't know he had that, that many kids. Bless his heart. Shit, that's a lot of kids, honey. Luther's boy. Oh my god, I'm just not seeing this. Luther's boy sent one ninety nine. Thank you so much, Luther's boy. I appreciate you so much. Very handsome. <laughs> I'm looking at your profile pic. Thank you, Luther's boy. Um, let me see here. Leah G says, looking beautiful as ever. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Um, Bright Brit 94 sent. 1999 says, hey, auntie, from BK, they had a PS5, consoles, and PCs. I saw some kids get some items, but they arrested him before he handed out the gift cards. Okay. So one of my, my tea sippers was down there and all that mess. Well, I'm glad you were safe. So thank you for the update. Because that's what I was wondering. I didn't see any videos of him passing stuff out. So that's good to know that he at least bought some stuff. But he definitely did it in a very tacky way. Um, you know, if he wanted to do a giveaway... He should have had it in a secure location, maybe do like a raffle giving, you know, and then the people who won the raffle, give them the address of where to meet. 
you know, something, but you just can't have a bunch of teenagers show up in the middle of, you know, midtown Manhattan. Like that's insane. So, but I'm glad you were safe because they were out there wilding out. I was just like so nervous. I'm like, I hope my family who's on the East coast, I hope my little nieces and all them are out there, not down there. I was in the crowd looking for kids that I recognized and shit. And that's the mom in me. I'm slowing stuff down. Like, I know that ain't her. I know that ain't him. <laughs> Damn, I wasn't the only one looking for kids in NY that you recognize. You know, a lot of parents are slowing down them videos. Like, let me see. Let me find out my damn son or niece or nephew or my grandchild in that crowd. They were wilding out. Somebody said, before I go, talk about Jamie Foxx. What's going on with him? Jamie Foxx and Jennifer. Jennifer who? Not Lopez. Now, Jamie Foxx was blasting people. He was saying something about he's mad about fake friends. Because <clears throat> Madia posted it. Unless he says something new. Let me see if I can find her post on um, Twitter. Oh, here it is. Okay, let me share my screen here. So, Madia had posted this. Let me kind of blow this up here. Okay. Jamie Foxx shares a cryptic message about fake friends on Instagram. He says, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you, what do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends and fake love. Tyrone, AKA Jamie. If you're not going to speak, I don't care. Like, I don't, what am I supposed to do with that? First, who are the fake friends? Call them out so we know. Um, what do you mean they killed Jesus? So are you trying to hint that you were killed and replaced with Tyrone? Like, I don't like cryptic shit. People already think, people already think that he's a clone. So what are you trying to say, Jamie? You know? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of fake friends, you know, especially in the industry. But it's just like, who is he talking about? Because remember before he went, you know, before they claimed that he had a stroke and whatever was wrong with him, they were saying they kept bringing up Diddy's name, that Diddy was behind it or because he was talking about Diddy. So I, I don't know. But yeah, he didn't say too much of anything. They called him anti-Semitic. Who? Jamie? People are calling him anti-Semitic. Hey, you just woke up? Oh, you been up? Where you about to go? You going to a grad party? Who? They got food. <laughs> they got food. We record plate. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, look, every time they go to a grad party, they got food. We record plate. Don't play that. Y'all go to a party, we record plate. <laughs> I don't feel like cooking. Um, let me see. Who called him? Look, y'all know what I be in mom mode, hoodie. Who house you going to? Who's, whose party is this? I need to know. I need details. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston called him anti-Semitic. Oh, hold on now. I didn't let me Google this real quick. Let me Google this. Jamie apologizes for his anti-Semitic post. What? Jennifer Aniston fires back after appearing to like Jamie's post. What is anti-Semitic? I'm confused. She distances herself after liking his post, his controversial post. 
What was was the post I read was did he say something about the Jewish people after what post was controversial? Wait, what? I'm reading this. I'm so confused. Jennifer Aniston's fires back after liking his post. What did she say? Okay, hold on. We gotta we gotta look at this together. I'm confused. How is that anti-Semitic? We're going to share this tab. All right. So they're saying that that post, the one I just read, they're saying that that's anti-Semitic. So Jennifer Anderson says, this really makes me sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friend, anyone hurt <clears throat> by showing up in their feeds. I do not support any form of anti-Semitism and truly don't tolerate hate of any kind. After Jamie posts horrifically anti-Semitic message to his millions of followers, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Fake friends, fake love. I'm confused. Like, I, wait, what? Like, how's the anti-Semitic? They did kill Jesus. Like Jesus was killed in the Bible. How is that anti-Semitic? He didn't even say any Jewish people's names. I'm confused. Child, you know what? I, I don't got time for Karen and her tears. Whatever. That man has been silent for the past six months. We didn't know what done happened to Jamie. He's back now. If he wants to make a post about fake friends, let him. And like I said, when I first read the post, it didn't even make no sense to me. I'm like, what is he talking about? What fake for? Like, I didn't even get his post. So if I didn't understand his post from Jump. How did y'all get anti-Semitism from the post? Like, I'm confused. Well, like they say, hit dog will holler. She must be the fake friend. Fake ass friend liking and unliking posts as soon as she gets some heat. That's, no, she's the fake friend. Because I, I don't see like how that was, I'm confused. I'm trying to read y'all's comments. Yeah, he took it down and posted an apology. Let me find this apology. But I'm confused. How was that anti-Semitic? Like, I really don't get it. I'm really, really confused. Let me see if I can find his apology. Okay, there goes his apology. It's not, hold on. This page got all these pop-ups. Yeah, I'm really, like, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm really not understanding. Maybe I need to be schooled. That post just came up to me as confusing. I didn't get anti-Semitism from the post. So I'm really, like, legit trying to understand. I don't get it. But I'm not seeing where his, his apology is. Okay, here goes. Okay, let me read it. They don't have it on here. Okay, let me share my screen. I found it. Okay, so this is this is confusing to me. Okay, so they're saying here, 
Jamie Foxx's apology posted Saturday. He clarified that he was betrayed by fake friends. So he says, I only have love. I only have love in my heart for everyone. I love and support the Jewish community. My deepest apologies to anyone who was offended. So then they go on to say, many in the comment section of Jamie's post accepted the actor's apology with some pointing out that they, Fox, was referring to could mean any group of people. Somebody says, I am Jewish. I thought it was one hell of a leap to call it anti-Semitism. Fellow actor, comedian David Crumzolt commented, I know exactly what you meant. Everyone needs to chill. Okay, good. I'm glad that there's a Jewish um, comedian speaking up because I, I, I'm really confused. I don't know. If there are some Jewish tea sippers, if y'all could educate us because I, I, I'm very confused as to how that was anti-Semitic. Like, Black folks say that all the time. Like, if they could do that to Jesus... What you think they're going to do to you? That's like a saying in the black community. I just want them to spill the tea. That's my only concern. Don't be writing all this fake friend shit. You better start putting a list of names out and shit. So we know who to avoid. And Jennifer Aniston, we're going to avoid your ass because you fake. Because it wasn't it, like, like, what are you mad about? Is Jennifer Aniston, maybe she's Jewish. I don't know. I don't be checking people's backgrounds like that. Just say that you scared, ma'am. Because even if she liked the post, who cares? It's like everybody's so busy walking on eggshells and, and they're just so scared to even say anything. And this is why we're where we're at right now, because everybody's just so scared to speak the truth. Like everything, you know, like, I, you know, everything is not anti-Semitism, just like everything is not racism. And y'all not call out folks, too, who are always, oh, that's racist or you, everything is not racism. Everything is not colorism. Everything is not anti-Semitism. Everything is not, you know, Asian hate. You know, I, I just think like people are so sensitive that you can't even post certain things without people getting upset. But I didn't get that from him. But, you know, maybe if, you know, maybe somebody who is of Jewish descent, you know, they took offense to it. So I'm not speaking for anybody but myself. I didn't see it like that when I read it, you know, but that's sad. Like, like Kanye, Kanye was definitely on, you know, some nonsense, but I didn't get that from Jamie Foxx's post. So I don't know. Um, let me see here. I got a super chat. Bill F. Sent 10 says that white boy better check himself before we get busy. Lovely T.O.G. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Andy Lopez sent 999 says, I agree with everything you say about telling the truth. I've also had to deal with people that get irritated with me whenever I tell them the truth about some of the things that they do. Yeah. But like I always say, sometimes the truth irritates people's demons, you know, and if they're mad because you're telling your truth, then so be it. You know, I mean, either they gonna get over it and y'all can move on or y'all can just separate. You know, that's how I look at it. So thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Kirby Wiggins sent 10 says Judah was supposed to be Jesus's friend. I think he meant Judas um, was supposed to be Jesus's friend and he traded him for money. She just didn't know her Bible. Mm. 
Okay, so Obscure FM Senpai says, it's a saying in the South about Jesus being sold out by Judas. Okay. Because I've heard the saying before, but I never equated the saying to like anything anti-Semitic. So that's too bad. But Chad, I've been on here another hour. So this was a total two-hour stream. Um, if you guys missed part one, it got cut off. So you got to go back and watch part one. This was part two. Um, we had over 6,000 people in this stream now. So I, I really appreciate it. This was a really good live. I appreciate y'all just coming through. Sorry for like the technical issues. But I just appreciate everybody coming through with the support. Thank you all for the super chats, the memberships. Um, just thank y'all for just always being a strong supporter of my platform. You know, I mean, it means a lot. And, you know, y'all have been telling me that forever, but I kind of just ignored it and just assumed like, hey, it's YouTube. It's no big deal. But now I'm understanding that it is a big deal and people actually really feel away. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to just move accordingly. And if I get my IG page back, so be it. If not, I'll just be posting, um, you know, our blogs on YouTube, Discord, Twitter, Facebook, you know, on all the other social media platforms. So with that being said, everyone, thank you guys so much for spending y'all Saturday with me. I really appreciate it. You guys have a good weekend and I will see you guys this upcoming week. Okay. So bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>